welcome, welcome to episode two of Talk About It Tuesday. Um, this week, we're going to be talking about the waiting game. The waiting game. And um, first of all, I want to thank you all for listening in as I record these personal journeys. Um, uh, that I'm striving to be a better person and I'm studying my Bible and so each week my plan is to talk about my prior week's study because me talking about it really is helping me saying it out loud and so I decided to share it with you guys so thank you so much Um, but this week I know last week we talked about breakthroughs Um, you know this week uh, I've been studying and I didn't have a particular topic in mind but the more I studied the more I studied I I realized that I'm in this place in my life where it's um it's it's a waiting game. And so that's what I'm calling this week's episode the waiting game because when you done pray and pray and pray and you know God got you know he got your back in your heart you know he got your back. And and in this past week I found myself I know in my heart that he is going to answer my prayers. But I had to change my way of thinking about how I receive what he has for me. And I found myself one day last week, I can't even remember what day, it was like a breakthrough for me where I I just held my head and I just prayed and I asked God to change my mind. Just just change my mind. Let my mind continue to stay on him. That way, I don't have to start inching this way and inching that way and going, trying to fix it myself because I screw it all up. So I find myself in the waiting game. And Lord, as I come to you, speaking these words from my heart to anyone that's listening. I pray that you will bless them and me. Um, I, I pray that your light will shine. I pray that you get all the glory out of this. That is the ultimate goal because when you receive that glory, that means that I have been obedient and followed your word and done what you told me to do, God. And I just thank you for that. And I thank you for everybody that's going to listen to this week's recording on my podcast, The Waiting Game. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, I've been in the book of Acts. I, I love the book of Acts because the book of Acts talks about the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. The act of the Holy Spirit. I just love the book of Acts. But I found myself more in um, chapters 9 and 10. 
and I started reading and I had to reread this thing because I'm like, okay, so what, what, God, what are you trying to tell me while I'm in this waiting game and, and while I'm waiting, while I'm waiting, while I'm waiting, while I'm waiting, that's why. And I started reading chapter nine and I start at verse 36 where, um, Peter performed the miracle on, on Dorcas and, um, in verse 40, when uh, it says, but Peter put them all out and knelt, he, he knelt down and prayed. That's, that is what I find myself doing a lot of. Just putting everybody out, the noise, the people, the surroundings, everything that's going on. Just put it out, get down on my knees and pray. And and so that that I I highlighted that and um and and so Peter is in Joppa, he's performing miracles, and he's there. He he's praying, he's healing the sick, he's giving life, he's restoring life, all in the name of Jesus. And then I got to chapter ten. And then I started reading about Cornelius, and 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 I'm like, okay, so this Cornelius, I'm not a Bible scholar, so if that's what the Bible scholars who's listening, sitting around trying to critique my worthiness, let me just go ahead and tell you that I am worthy, and I am worthy. So I mean, I'm praying that I'm saying this right and not wrong because I don't want to screw this up. But I started reading chapter 10 and Cornelius and he's a centurion and, you know, uh, he's a Gentile and, and him and Peter ain't got no business being together. They got no business being together. But the thing about Cornelius, this centurion, is the Bible says that he um, he was a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. Now that's this Gentile Cornelius. And then you got Peter and Joppa performing miracles in the name of Jesus. And then you got this Gentile, this centurion man, who is praying. He's doing everything that we as Christians claim to do and say we do and live and strive and want to do. Um, and religiously, he did it. And so in chapter 3, I'm sorry, I'm still in chapter 10, verse 3. It says, And about the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. And when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? Y'all know we got to say... We, we get scared, so we got to stop sometimes, stop dating our tracks, no matter what we're doing, and say, what is it, Lord? 
what is it? Instead of calling up our friends and, and or, or family or somebody who we think has so much authority, um, we all have the authority in the name of Jesus to to call on God and say, what is it, Lord? And then we get still and we let him tell us what it is. And so um, it goes on to say, so he said to him, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. And he goes on, now, Lord, honey, now can't you see? Now I can picture this thing in my mind. I can picture this vision in my mind where, where, and it's clear, a clear vision, a clear vision where I'm being told after I asked the Lord what it is, and, and, and then he, the, he said, your prayers and your alms have come up for a memorial before God. Mm, mm. Ooh, thank you, Lord. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm in this waiting game. I'm waiting, y'all. I am waiting. And so he goes on to tell him to send men to Joppa and send for Simon, whose surname is Peter. And told him where he's lodging and who he's staying with. And so, you know, this Gentile, Cornelius, he 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 just did what he was supposed to do. He didn't second guess it. He um he he went and in verse um oh gosh, I'm still in verse five. I believe I'm still in verse five, even I'm just reading. No, verse 6, you know, he told him where he's living. He's told him um, where the house is, is by the sea. And, 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 and he will tell you, this man, Peter, is going to tell you what you must do. Now, what I found so powerful about that is how God is using two people who it's really unlawful for them to even be together and if you don't believe that um, these are not my words this is the word from the Bible when you go to verse 28 in in chapter 10 it clearly says it is unlawful you know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with or go to one of another's nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Now, that's Peter's talking. Because, you know, uh, Peter, after John, uh, Cornelius sent his two, two people from his household to, you know, servants and a devout soldier and I'm thinking okay so he sent three people he sent three people and he ain't sent no big time people he didn't go searching for the people who might have connections and you know and 
might be tied in with somebody who uh, own a big corporation. You know, we sometimes we want to attach ourselves to world famous people. Mm. But how? Uh, uh, yeah, we want to attach ourselves to famous people or popular people or people who we don't place on a pedestal. And honey, they ain't no higher than us. When we stop and 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 really look at that thing, and we none of us are higher than nobody else. Um, I'm not better than nobody, but I try to do better than some people. But I'm not better than nobody, and ain't nobody better than me. We all have the promise of the Holy Spirit to have everlasting life and so that's my <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> that is my that is my journey and so I got to thinking about this thing and I'm like okay so while I'm in this waiting game and I don't pray and I don't ask the Lord for what I think I want or what I think I need and then um at the end of the day, he's going to give me what I need. Um, but he ain't going to do it when I'm ready because he's going to do it in his time. And that way he's going to be sure enough knowing that he's going to get the glory. I'm going to show enough know he's going to get the glory because I'm expecting a miracle. And so while I'm in my waiting period, while I'm in this waiting game, and I'm studying this thing, and I see where in, in verse 9, in chapter 10, how Peter, you know, he journeying, <coughs> he went on the, on the journey, and he drew near to the, near the city, and Peter went up on the housetop to pray, and the sixth hour, about the sixth hour, then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. Now, y'all know, we have come up. We, we have come up, we have come up with all kinds of stuff to start doing. And, um, you know, but it's natural to get hungry. I mean, I, I stay hungry. But in, in this text, you know, he became Peter. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while he they made ready, he fell into a trance. Now, this is verse 10. He fell into a trance. When we, when it's our time or whatever God has for us, if we are obedient, I really believe as I am where I'm supposed to be according to him, he will stop me dead in my tracks and answer my little prayers, my visions, uh, uh, things have come to me, my gut feeling. I never, ever turn my back on my gut feeling. I really believe in signs. And I remember I used to tell my co-worker, girl, I'm looking for a sign. I'm looking for a sign. I I do. And, and, and so I just thought about that when I was studying this. And so he fell into a trance. And he saw heaven open and an object like a great sheet bound at the four corners 
descending to him and let down to the earth. And in it, oh, in it, basically, um, Peter saw these animals. And, you know, based on the law from the Old Testament, he, you know, those animals are unclean. And so, you know, they, they be, they're not animals that he's supposed to be eating according to him. But in verse 13, a voice came to him and say, rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, like we do, no, not so, Lord. That's, that's when we say that, you know, when he say not so, Lord, you know that we, we know more than him. He telling us what to do. But we say, no, no, he couldn't mean that. I mean, these animals dirty. These animals are foul. These animals going to stop me from being the my whole self. You know, I'm going to be unclean if I eat these animals. And God just clearly says, Jesus clearly says, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Peter, no, not so, Lord. Um, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And now that was the first time. This had to happen three times. And I got to thinking about I not long ago. I knew it was the Lord. He told me to do something. And I said, well, no, that's that's that can't be really what he's talking about because no, he would not put me in that situation. So no, and and so that thing kept coming back to me, and I'm like, well, no, Mm-mm, that ain't for me. Just like Peter with this, this had to happen three times, and the voice spoke and said, "What God has cleansed, you must not call common." Mm. Because, see, he cleansed me. So it really don't matter what you call me. But what's important is what I answer to. And I know that I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus. I know. I know that I know. And I'm not perfect. And it may take me three times. It may take me four times. But I thank God that he wakes me up every day to get it right. To where he don't have to tell me over and over and over. Because see, I'm in this waiting game. So I'm trying to get to a point to where when he tells me something, okay, I just wait. Because I know while I'm waiting, he's preparing. So I just thank God for giving me this word. And because... You know, he's going to take... you. And in this, he took two people who were unlawfully not supposed to be together. And he brought them together to, to do his will. And so when we in this waiting period, period, and we waiting on him to answer our prayers. And when he said, when he says, go this way, uh, do this thing. We should not, and I'm going to quit saying we because this is my journey. I am not going to say, no, no, Lord, no, you ain't talking to me. Not, not that. 
that's a trick right there. I love saying that. That's a trick. But I am getting to the point where when he tells me, okay, then I'm going to do it. And I have to step out of my comfort zone. I have to get out of my own way because I know that he is preparing a blessing for me. And I want to be right where I'm supposed to be. So when he tells me to send for, I'm going to send for. Like Cornelius did. Cornelius did not question it. And then he sent two of his servants out his house and, and one of his devout, devout soldiers. That's three people who's not no famous people, no, you know, known, popular, big-time people. So then I got to thinking, okay, who's my three? Because you got to trust people. You have to have people in your corner that you can trust to follow the plan to do what the Lord has said to do. So when we get caught up in attaching ourselves to 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 the popularity or 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 to the well known or or to the connected well i've got a connection i am connected to jesus i am connected to god through jesus because he went away to prepare my place for me so in the meantime i hope you all got something out of it i felt like i was rambling but I know in my heart what this, I have notes, I'm in my Bible. And one thing I did, I prayed before I started because I wanted God to use me to say the words that he needed me to say. And um, so I hope somebody got something out of this because I'm telling you, I am in my waiting period and I know that he has a blessing for me he has one for you but we just have to get somewhere and sit down have a seat and listen to his word and we know in our heart what we supposed to do and sometimes we just got to pray and ask him to change our mind change my mind God Honey, I done been doing that little mantra. I hold my head. I sit at the light while it's red and I got to wait for it to turn green because every second doubt will creep in and uh uh-uh, get off of me because I have so much more to do. I just don't know what it is yet, but I'm taking it day by day and I hope and I pray that this has been something that will bless you um, because I am really learning a lot about myself in these studies. <laughs>